This is just another small part of things to come here on the Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Network. So, again, as we continue our Remembering Your Worth series in 2018, change is coming. Hello to all of you in the call uh, query and those of you, Simon, of course, from the U.K., Let's see, guest number four, welcome, welcome, all of you listening to us on our various players, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for being here as we continue and turn the page on a new chapter in our journey. I am your host, C. Maria Wall, a.k.a. the Mediator and Shiro, right here at our Ground Zero. And I want you to remember something, when we are at Ground Zero It does not mean that we are at rock bottom. It simply means that we are on solid ground so that we can get our footing together and really dig in and prepare to propel ourselves to new heights so that we can soar with the eagles. For those of you who may be new listening, whether you're here on our uh, call query or if you're listening throughout our various players on the net, Let me tell you a little bit about how our show flows. I always start with our greetings and salutations. Then we'll go into some um, analytics, and we'll tell you about our listenership and how we're faring for the last week. Uh, Then we may have some other announcements, and then we'll go into what we still call our stress relief and release session, and that is our breathing exercises. And for that, you have to be in a lying or seated position. So I don't want anyone standing. Don't want you to have your eyes closed, lose your balance, hurt yourself. None of that. This is our disclaimer for the day. And in addition to everything that we talk about does not necessarily represent the Wall Foundation Incorporated or any of our programs. These are the words and thoughts of our guest and or host alone. Just so you know, We have to go back to doing things a little bit more um, by the book uh, than we've done in the past. Uh, We're going back to our roots once again. So again, welcome today. And for those of you around 6.40 this morning, I checked our stats and all of that. So our top five countries and our honorable mentions for last week are the United States of America, the United Kingdom, Canada, the United Arab Emirates, Mexico, and Brazil. I will double-check later on to see if that's going to update because it looks eerily similar to last week's uh, stats, and our, some of our stats are missing this week. So still some glitches here at Blog Talk Radio, but we're hoping that they'll work on that. So for the United States... Our top states for listenership and support last week with our honorable mentions as well, our top five are New York, Virginia, Maryland, Illinois, and Ohio with honorable mentions to California, Colorado, and Delaware. Thank you so much for being here and listening. And once again, doing our analytics, depending on which, believe it or not, system I use. Uh, When I do a popular search, we're still showing up, but um, the latest one, which was a few moments ago, was again 
on page one, uh, and that's the Fertile Soil Part 2 program, and that's showing as the popular shows for our category. So again, welcome to everyone. Thank you for being here. We are about to go into our stress relief and release program. Yeah, uh, over here, um, I just want you all to know we're sending me messages that I did have to reload the chat room for those of you who had come in uh, after before. Um, I had the glitch on my end, so it could have affected uh, affected what you were doing. So, again, I want you to um, just reload your chat room if you have any problems, and we're going to keep the show moving along. Again, welcome. I see some new numbers over in our call query. Welcome. Thank you for being in. Of course, for those of you, if you want to be on air at any time, you have something on your spirit, your soul, that you'd like to speak about in our time together, feel free to press the number one on your phone if you are in our call query, and that will let me know that you'd like to be on air. And, of course, if you're over in our chat room, you, if you're logged in as a guest, in order for you to participate in our chat, you have to log in under a screen name, or you can give us a call at 646-478-4726. Press the number one on your phone, and I will bring you on air. And those of you in our other social media sites, you know how to reach me. You're already doing that. So again, welcome, 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 and thank you. So I hope you had enough time. Oh, one more thing. Sometimes there are moments of silence. Prayerfully, it will not be because we are having technical difficulties, but those are the times that I give you to digest and reflect upon what has been discussed up to that moment. Figure out where you can apply it in your lives. And if you know someone who could benefit from our shows and our programs, please share, share away. And shortly after the program ends, if you come in in the middle, you should be able to come back and listen to the replay. You can also share those as well. Uh, replay from this week, last week we had Beth Zimmerman on. Our show was about self-protection. Sometimes you are your best defense. Uh, if you want to listen to that show, just look on our website or do a search for Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio, and you can find the replay for that show as well. Beth is a part of a wonderful uh, business venture and program that um, provides uh, a lot of self-defense products. And um, it was a great show last week. Matter of fact, it was one of our top shows uh, so far this season. This is show number four in season eight. We have been doing this for eight years now, season eight. So, again, I want to uh, welcome you to our new season, a new day. Yes, we had to make some changes to our show's programming, uh, but we're here. We're starting a new chapter, and today is all about uh, sabotaging our divine timing. So before we get into that, we're going to move right into our stress relief and release exercise. You should be lying or seated. Eyes closed, everyone. Eyes closed. Let's get started. We're going to take a deep inhale. Eyes closed, lying or seated. Now exhale slowly. 
One more time. Inhale. Now exhale slowly. You know, many of you ask, am I doing the exercises with you? That answer is a resounding, yes, I am. People tend to ask that many times throughout the year. My eyes are closed, and yes, I am breathing right along with you because although I am the host, the teacher, the guide, and all of that, guess what? I am human, and I am going through my pitfalls and roadblocks and disappointments as well. So when I speak and we do these things, I am right here with you. Let's do this again. One more time with me. Inhale. Now exhale slowly. Of course, for my diehard students, there's nothing that I can do to prevent you from picking up your pad and pencil or writing utensil to take your notes. But for the rest of you, if you're new, I want you to simply relax, lie back, and breathe for today. We probably will not be here for the entire two hours. I want you all to get out and enjoy your day. I want you to enjoy. And if you had planned on being here for two hours, guess what? My gift to you is the gift of being still, the gift of being still. Be silent for that two hours. Rest a while. Let go of everything that you have been pulling around, carrying around for an hour, a minute, a week, a month, a year, and a lifetime. Let all of that go. Inhale, people. Now exhale. I want you to continue this throughout our program today. I want you to continue to breathe. I want you to continue to let it all go. I want you to continue to relax. And just as I said earlier, today we are turning a chapter in the show's evolution. A new name is Sunday Mornings with C. Maria. Join my friends and I from around the world. As we delve into issues surrounding this thing called life. Yes, the inspiration elements will remain, so will the motivation. But most of all, we're going to really jump into our real talk. This week we're talking about how we tend to sabotage our own divine timing. Things do not work out because many of us still try to do things our way. Then we expect what should have happened to happen anyway, even though we altered the plans. So let's sit back, lie back, get comfy, and get ready for some real talk today. You know, it's so amazing how many times I just go on my way week after week, and there are people and things who I happen to witness or listen to or carry on conversations with, and so many people are complaining that, you know, God is, is not helping them. He's not there when they need him the most, or they don't have help when they need it the most, whether it's from the divine being or whether it's from someone who you thought would be there that you could depend on. So how do we sabotage our own divine timing? You see, let me say this. 
everything that happens in our lives happens for a reason. If you turn left instead of right, guess what? You are altering what was going to happen. How many of you noticed that when you uh, decide maybe you're late this morning and you're going to sleep in a little late and then you turn on your local news and you see that there was a bad accident, multi-car accident or some type of tragedy or travesty right when you would have been in the thick of it. Sometimes you see we alter our plans for the right reasons, and sometimes we do not. So we have to look at that. And today we're talking about when we sabotage our divine timing. You know, many, many, many years ago, I had a family member who was going through an incident, and she needed help. And um, I had a good rapport with my legal team, and one of the attorneys agreed to pro bono write up her defense and her paperwork for her. And um, she spent plenty of time doing that beautiful write-up. Well, then my family member decided to do what she wanted to do, so she altered the paperwork. And she ended up on the short end of the stick in court because she altered what the attorney had taken her time to do as a favor to me and a blessing to my family member. But she wanted to do what she wanted to do, and she ended up on the short end of the stick in that respect. So I need you all to understand something about taking that time and when you're going to do what you want to do because things may not be progressing at the pace that you want them to progress or things may not be moving along the way that you want them to move along. So, so many of us, we settle in life, in love, in relationships, in jobs, in everything because we're not willing to work towards a wait for what's supposed to come our way in divine timing. We can ask the universe for many things, and the universe will provide. But the issue here is that so many of you, you don't want to wait. You want it, and you want it right here, and you want it right now. And so many people, I'm going to be going back and forth between those who are writing to me in private messages and things. The bottom line is simple, is that someone wrote, how do we know when we're going against divine timing? Well, you're going against divine timing when you decide to take charge of things that are out of your control. So many of us, we attempt to take charge of things that are out of our control. This is one of those silent moments. I need you to listen to that part and think on that for a moment. How many times have you decided to fix things that are totally out of your scope to fix? How many times have you tried to answer questions that nobody asked of you? How many times have you interjected yourself in a place that you weren't meant to be? You know, every single day that I'm on my way in during the work week, I'm on my way riding down. And there's one stretch where a lot of people want to go on this um, thoroughfare called 270. Now, there's about four lanes to get to 270, and so many people, they have 
to be the first one in the line to get on 270, heading towards Washington, D.C. They're all the way over in the furthest lane, but they want to speed around and get into the front part of that line because they have to be the first one to get on that on-ramp. They do it every single day. And I tell you, I have a name for them that I won't say on air today, but these people have to be number one to get into their line. And sometimes while in their haste on wet roads or slick roads, they end up in an accident because they have to be number one. Now, suppose you're on your way to that once-in-a-lifetime job interview, and you were destined to get that job. But you have to be number one. You're not willing to wait your turn in that line and just go with the normal flow of traffic suddenly. You have to be number one. And you're going to speed across four lanes of traffic to become that first person in the line to get on 270. 270 is a death trap. I hate that particular thoroughfare. I try to avoid it as much as I can. If I can, you'll never see me on 270 unless I'm on there by four somehow. But in saying that, we have to understand that how does that adage go, all good things come to those who wait, those who prepare, those who plan. But so many of you in this me-first, fast-paced world, you don't want to wait. You want it here and now. Easy come, easier go. You can't wait for the right person to come along, so you start dating all types of pieces of trash and junk and bums and bumettes. And before you know it, you're involved or enthralled with someone you were not meant to be with. And the minute that your intended shows up, they're going to keep it moving. Why? Because they see that you are in a relationship with something else. Then you want to know why you're so unhappy. It's because instead of you waiting, you decided to move things along according to your wants and expectations. And in doing so, the person who you needed in your life has gone on to the next person. They say that there's someone in this world for everyone. They may very well be right, or there may be some ones in this world for everyone. Because if you've ever noticed that sometimes uh, partners, someone will lose their partner, their spouse, and then someone will come along to wipe away those tears, and their days will be spent happy as never before. So don't think that. That person who you think that is there for you will be there always because every time that we alter our destiny, things will change. What was meant to be will no longer be. So therefore, you, when you close that door, guess what? That same door is opening for someone else. I'm a good person. My first husband was no good, and uh, we closed the door in that chapter. I closed the door in that chapter, another one opened, and my second husband was no good. I'm still the good person, but these weren't good people. So what I've learned now is that at this late juncture in my life, I am happy coming home by myself. I can do what I want. 
I don't have to worry about the secrets, the lies. I don't have to worry about the abuse, the mistreatment, the disrespect. I don't have to worry about that. If someone comes along in divine timing, we will take it slowly as we can at our age, and we will move forward. Whether it leads to another marriage, I don't know. I want to enjoy the company and enjoy the ride and enjoy the conversations and the laughter and the ventures and the travel and the good meals together and and just enjoying that person's company, date night, movie night, pizza night, whatever we want to do. That's what it's about. It's not about jumping into something and then jumping into the bed. And then before you know it, some of you, you're young enough where you could end up with several things. And many of us could still end up with several things or receiving things we were not planning for, did not want. Stop sabotaging your divine timing. Slow down. Be still. There's a difference when you pace yourself than when you are going to gun the engine. How many times do you know that if you're almost out of gas, if you pace yourself instead of doing 200 miles an hour, guess what? You're going to run out of gas a lot quicker than if you pace yourself along. You're going to get a lot further. Whether you make it to the gas station is not the point or the petrol or whatever you call it in your neck of the woods because not everyone calls them gas stations. Just like not everyone calls soda, soda. Some people call it pop. Slow down. Take time. Simon, I know that you're here. What was that? um, You posted something today that was so profound, and I said that I always teach this. I have a book um, of my photography where I showed the little things in life that people do not um, take notice to. They don't take notice to the small wonders of the world. You're already, you're always so busy running, running. It's what I want. It's what I want. I got to go get it. Got to go get it. Got to go get it. You don't see the small things in life. You don't see the people who may smile at you, who need you to smile back in order for them to make it through their day. You don't notice the little flowers that are blowing in the wind. You don't notice any of that. Thank you, Simon. Simon wrote, blessed are they who see beautiful things in humble places where others see nothing. By Camilla Pissarro. I want you to understand something, people. Blessed are they who see beautiful things in humble places where others see nothing. You can't see what's waiting for you ahead because you are too busy living in your own personal moments. You are too busy. You're just too busy living in your own moments. You're sabotaging your future. You're sabotaging your success. You know, I was speaking with someone who, I speak with a lot of students. And so many of them share their stories of, I want to be successful. I want to graduate, but I like my party life. I like enjoying time with friends and family. You cannot have it both ways when you are on this journey. You have to decide which one you want the most. 
Because you see, you can party and have a good time with friends and family, and in the end, you have absolutely nothing to show for it. Because I'm pretty sure that you're one of the people that's putting out the money for that partying and good time. In the interim, your studies are suffering. Many times I have announced to people on social media that, hey, I'm not here right now. I can't come to your events. Don't invite me to something that's at, you know, late at night because I cannot do it when I get up at 3 a.m. I cannot be at your events all over the place when I have papers that have thousands of words to write and I have six classes this, this term, six classes, and I'm in law school. So I don't have, and that's full time. In case some of you don't know, I work a full time job. I run a nonprofit organization full time, in addition to my full time job, and I am in school full time. I do not have time for people to say, "Hey, we're hanging with C Maria this week. C Maria will show up." C Maria, no, C Maria can't do anything right now. My time is dedicated for the next eighteen months or so to moving towards my end game, my prize, to make it through law school. And it is not easy when you're dealing with a stressful work environment and you have to be there for so many people who are in need, so many people, so many people who are here, who need guidance, who need someone to be their light, leading them towards the end of their tunnels. We need to understand this. We need to know that we have a choice to make. We have a choice to make. We have to decide if we are going to plan and pace ourselves and prepare for what divine timing will bring to us or are we going to do what we want to do. We cannot have it both ways. And so many students that I've spoken with just this week alone, but I like partying and I like doing this and I like that. Uh Uh-huh. So if you like that, obviously you don't like being in school. Well, I want to finish. I want to do this. I want to do that. Well, you cannot have it both ways. And so many of my mentees, I've told them from day one, your life will change for a while while you're on your journey. If that's something that you want and you want to work for it and that's your end game and the prize that you are looking for, then that is where you need to put your efforts. You need to let your friends know. You need to let your family know that your time will not be your own while you are dedicating your time to your academic success, to your new job search, to your learning something new, whatever it is. Sometimes we have to stop being there for everyone else. Sometimes so many of us, we want to be there. There are people out here who will use you and use you and use you and use you. And what happens in the end? You have nothing left for yourself. You have nothing left for yourself. There are people out here, and I know, and I had to take a back step. I had to take a back seat from a lot of things and a lot of people. There are people out here who appear to be um, people who want to do good, who are doing good, but the end game for them is that they want to use you to pump themselves up. They want to use you to make themselves look like they're larger than life. 
and you keep giving to all the wrong people while you're missing out on your blessing. I believe uh, some time ago I did a show when I said, when is the time for you to stop being an opening act when you should be the headliner? One of my mentees from several years ago now, he's having a grand opening, I think in about a week or so, of his new music school. Um, The thing for me is that when I have students and people and I give people a chance to shine, it's not so that they can stay here at ground zero. I want them to move on. I don't need the same people to keep coming back year after year after year because that's telling me that I'm not doing my job, which means that I'm not reaching my goal in divine timing. If I'm just here to have the numbers so that I can be pumped up by people, I don't want you to stay around. I want you to move on. I want you to move forward. That way I'm moving towards my divine destiny. But if I sit here and I'm just allowing people to come on and just pump, 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 and every time you look, it's supposed to be about helping the people, but I see, you see my face everywhere. No, it doesn't work that way. I'm sabotaging my own divine timing, and so many people still write at ground zero, and they think that they have arrived. I have watched so many people who keep doing the same things year after year after year after year. And they think that they're going somewhere, and I still view them as being at ground zero. They're no further than they were five, six, seven years ago. We have to understand that when the universe and that divine timing kicks in, that's a prize waiting for us. That's a gift waiting for us. That's a destiny waiting for us. But in order for us to receive that, to achieve that, our lives as we know it now has to change. We cannot continue to do the same things in the same way but expect a different outcome. We cannot do that. What do they say, doing the same things in the same way but expecting something different? is called insanity. If you wake up tomorrow and you say, I want a new job, you're not going to get it if you're not putting in job applications. A new job is just not going to fall in your lap. Now, some of these charlatan fly-by-night scams and schemes may come your way, but it's not a new job that's going to help you rise to the level that you dream of being at. You cannot make your dream that reality. That only happens with a certain group of people. So many people have started ventures. So many people have done things, and then they figure out at some point down the road, what am I doing? Because so many of us, people out here know that people are hungry. They know that you are looking for something, that you are yearning for something. They know this, and they know how to feed into your hunger. They know how to say everything that's so enticing to hear. They know what to say to reel you in. They know what you're looking for. They know what you're listening to. They know what you need to hear. Beautiful lies all over the place. Just empty words full of deceit and disgrace. 
presented in seductive wrappers that put a smile on your face. But when the truth comes out, you realize they're just a pretty waste. That's just an excerpt from my piece, Beautiful Lies. In my book, Silent Noise, Lip Service. Beautiful lies all over the place. Holding you back. Feeding into your hunger. Keeping you grounded at ground zero. When you should not be there, planted at a site that will not feed you, that will not help you to grow. A site that will not sow into you. Another one of those silent moments. I need you all to understand this. Stop sabotaging yourselves. Stop putting that kink in your divine timing. If you want that wonderful man or woman in your life, you prepare. You, be, you make sure that you are the best person that you can be. When you look in the mirror, that person looking back at you should be a person that you would want to spend the rest of your life with. And if that person is not that, then you know that you're not ready for what divine timing will be sending you. You know, one of the things that I've shared before is that my ex-husband, one of the things that he said when we were coming to the end of our marriage was that, yes, divine timing sent him a wonderful wife, but he had to work. He had to work at everything. And when he had come home, coming to, to this house, it just reminded him of his shortcomings, of his inadequacies. So what he decided to do, it was easier for him to go out there and become Rico Suave with a lot of women who were willing to pay him to be in their lives. Why would he have to work here and build an empire that we were on our way to building? He'd have to work for that. When he could go out there and pay and have uh, different different women pay for him to be in their lives. And they did just that. You know, if he can shack up with the neighbor that he had the affair with and chit-chat with her other family members and friends and then go away for a few days claiming that he's working and be with some other woman, hey, so be it. All of the women are happy, and he's living his life because they are worshiping him. But you see, the moral of this story is in the end, he has no retirement. He has no insurance. He has no health insurance in case something happens to him. He has no life insurance. He has no retirement to live off of. So he has to spend the rest of his days jumping from woman to woman who's willing to take care of him until he gets so old and unattractive or whatever it is when no one's going to keep buying into his stories. Then he will find himself truly homeless. He won't have a bed to lay his head in because no one is going to open their doors for him anymore. When you sabotage your divine timing. Now, how could I have sabotaged my divine timing, someone asked? Simple. I could have allowed him to stay in my house, have the neighbor and all his other women too. I would not have been on this journey that I'm on now 
to finish my academic career. I would not have been on this journey now to have a, a new job and moving on and getting out of one bad situation into another that's helping me to move forward in my um, life. It's just a, another part of my journey. I would not be here coming home to peace and serenity. I would not be here talking to you about moving forward. I may not still be alive at all because he was abusive. He did tear up this home that I had built from the ground long before I met him. So these are the things that I need you all to understand. And when I say that I'm speaking to you from my spirit, it's because I am there. I am with you. I understand. The difference is that I chose not to sabotage my divine timing any longer. You know, I, we as women especially, let me talk to my sisters for a minute, my queens out here. You know that we tend to go back and we tend to rethink and overthink and rethink and deep, deeply think on things to find out what we did wrong. I could go back and I could tell you, sure, maybe I saw signs in my ex, but, you know, you're dating people and you see some signs and you hope that, well, that's just a glitch. And sometimes, you know, you never see things again. And when you look, and me, I'm that type that will run a police check on you. I would do an NCIC check on you in a heartbeat. But what were the chances of two men with the same first, middle, last name, born in the same month, one year apart, one day apart, or something crazy like that, have an identical criminal background record? What are the chances? Back then, I wasn't doing them myself. I was paying these companies to do them. And I kept getting the wrong person. But lo and behold, when I did get his, which was right after we got married, they were almost identical criminals. It was really quite amazing and sad. And when you come to one of my one-on-one -on -one or my uh, real-world seminars, a face-to-face, -face, not one-on-one, -on -one, but face-to-face, -face, I share those records because they're public knowledge. It's not like it's anything that's... Um, um, that I'm breaking the laws, uh, giving out personal information. This is public knowledge. You should learn how to do that. When you're about to get hooked up with someone, hemmed up, loved up, hugged up, you should do that. Learn who this person is. See if they have a valid driver's license. See if they have insurance. See how they're living. See how he or her is living. See how they're living. Know what their beliefs are. And we know when people have wandering eyes and they're, and a lot of times we know when people are trying to sell us a bill of goods. I believe in giving people every chance in the world, but once they prove themselves, once they show themselves, guess what? What did I say many times on this show? I've always said that I am not going to address the situation. I'm just going to allow that person to either walk away or I'm going to walk away. I'm not going to chase after. I don't do that. Because when I see writing on the wall, people know what they're doing to you people. They know the game that they're playing. They do know. How you respond to it is everything. If you choose to stay around these people, if you choose to allow them to keep running game on you, as they say, the bottom line is that they will do that. But in the meantime, they're trying to propel themselves forward, and you're still at ground zero. You are sabotaging your divine timing. And in divine timing, that time or that stint that you spend with that person, that is your lesson.
That is your reason and your season. That's your lesson, your reason, and your season. They're not meant to be with you for a lifetime. Every week I'm meeting new people. Every week I'm being contacted by new people. I love it because the people who've been my students for a year, two years, many of them have moved on. Many of them are becoming great in their own power. There are some people out here we call in society lifetime students. They want to keep going to school, going to school, going to school. These are the lifetime students who are not going anywhere. These students who don't know that at some point in this new regime, those student loans and that free money that they think is free is going to run out. You have some people, I love to learn. I may never stop going to school, but you see, it's different when you have achieved many of your goals and you are doing things that you love to do. You're doing things because it's a hobby of yours. You're doing things because you've always had an interest and you're going back. When you have achieved your goals and you are moving forward, one of my dear friends, he's not on today or he's probably listening through a player. When you see Gene come on here, He's in school, he's doing things, he's taking t- all types of cooking classes and decorating classes, um, cake decorating and all types of things, all types of classes, all different t- classes at the junior college and here and there. But what a lot of people don't know is that he's reached the mountaintop. He's in that 1% to 5%. He's in that 2 to 5%. I think now it's like 2 to 3%. He's technically Dr. Gene. So you see... When you are living in your moment and you are walking in your power and you decide to let destiny guide you and you achieve every single goal, then you know where you want to be and what it will take to get there. When he was in school, when he was in law school, he was not around very much. He had to bog down. He had to put his head in those books. Now, I'm in law school. Guess what? I have to bog down. I have to put my head in the books. I don't have time to go out and eat and celebrate because in the end, by the time that's over, I've spent money that I should not have and I, on a meal that I really didn't need. It was good to talk to people, but I have asked my friends and followers and people to respect my time and my goals. And to know that as soon as October 2019 comes, I will be back. But until then, my time is not my own. I still have to be there for all of the people around the world who are lost in their storms, who need me to be their beacon of light. They are my priority. Hanging out on social media is not. Supporting everyone who, in many cases, has never supported me is not. See, those are the hard things that so many of us are afraid to let go of. I don't want them to think that I don't care. Look, a lot of people around you, as long as they're getting something from you that they need, the minute that they can't get anything from you, see how quickly they disappear. It's okay for you to put yourself first. It's okay for you to work towards your goals. It's okay for you to ask the universe to send you whatever it is that you need. Notice I didn't say want but need. 
If you want to go back to school, then you pray and you ask for a way to do that. But know that once you get that blessing, you're going to have to work, and you cannot continue the way that you are doing now. So many students will fail. The one thing that I will share with you, uh, last year we started, we had, oh, I forgot how many students it was, 400. When this session started this year, we have 41. 41 students in law school from several hundred down to 41. And by next year, I'm going to bank it out at 12. Because so many people sabotage our divine timing. We put that kink in the process. We want to party. We want to laugh. We want to have a good time. We want to go to movies. We want to go to dinner. We want to party. We want to do everything and anything. And the kicker is a lot of times for so many students, their friends are doing their homework. They're getting theirs done. Because before they party, they made sure that their assignments were done and submitted prior to, prior to hanging out. But you, now you want to hang out all week with this set of friends, that set of friends, and you put that kink in your divine timing. And when your friends are wearing those sashes and they're walking that line and you're sitting there in the audience mad, come on now. If your friends have moved on from your job and they've gotten a job that you should have put in for, but you dragged your feet and you procrastinated, guess what? You missed out on your own blessing. When your friend who never should have been given that managerial role is put in it because people were expecting you to apply but you didn't so they had to go with second best, you sabotaged your divine gift that was coming your way. You sabotaged your divine timeline. You did it. Don't keep pointing the finger elsewhere until you have made sure that you were innocent and right as rain because so many of us, if we take a back step and look, we sabotaged our own divine timeline. You cannot choose to stay with bad people and expect good things to happen. The only way that you're going to have good things to happen is that when your divine timing steps in and you might meet the right person in a supermarket. Uh, Many years ago, I was in a supermarket and I struck up a conversation with a lady. And um, turns out she was in a really bad place. And this was when I was just getting started with my um, programs for battered women and domestic violence and all of that. And I had just written my book, uh, Silent Noise Lip Service. And I always kept copies with me to give out to people who I thought might just need to read something positive. And the book itself are stories, mine included, but the story of myself and others who I have come across. I put our stories to poetic verse. And in doing so, so many people can relate. 
I have young men in their 20s who read this book. I have people in their 80s and 90s who read this book. And before we go, I'll leave you with one of my pieces. It's called Broken. Don't keep sabotaging yourself where you're left up with a million broken pieces that you don't know how to put back together. So this piece is called Broken. Take this piece of shattered heart as a symbolic token. Far too much hurt from lies that have been spoken. I kept silent, filled with words unspoken. I remember each and every date I was treated like a queen, served meals on a silver plate. You were my captain and I your first mate. Little did I know you were just the snake lying in wait. Thank God we did not procreate. Before this turns to absolute hate, I think it's time to clean this slate. In case you do not understand, allow me to translate. You may have thought you had reached home plate. Sorry to make your ego deflate. This heavy hitter has no time for a light weight. Each time you look at this symbolic token, ask yourself, who owns the heart that was really broken? You know, we can fix our brokenness. Never let those who hurt you take your power to be happy. Never sabotage your divine timing. Never, ever sabotage your divine timing. I'm going to try to share a piece on some of our shows uh, throughout this year. Because as I look back on my book, it's so amazing that um, every time I read through this, I'm reminded of something that's happened recently. So the book itself and the stories in it are timeless. One more before we go. It's called Find Your Voice. Oh, my darling, find your voice before you no longer have a choice. You can rise or you may fall, but without a voice, you have no choice at all. You may love and be loved or feel the sting of life's ugly hate, but without a voice, you allow others to dictate your fate. Oh, my darlings, find your voice before you wake up one morning and discover you no longer have a choice. How many of you, do you know where your voice is? It's time for you to let your silence be heard. Stop sabotaging your own divine timeline. Today, if you're here today, Maybe you're listening to these words for the first time. Maybe you're listening to this program for the first time. Maybe this is part of your blessing in your divine timing. Maybe, just maybe. If you choose to turn away and ignore these words, then you have sabotaged your own divine timeline. Don't point a finger to God or whatever deity that you believe in. Don't point a finger anywhere else. You make the choice 
We were giving something called the power of choice. We have the power to choose how we are going to respond and react in this world. Oh, I don't want to hear this mess. Okay. No problem. But you see, each week that I do a show, I hear from someone new, and I know that I have helped that person in some way. When I open this show up, and I'll be doing it again, open chats, have people come on, be a guest for a day. Some people want to know what it's like to host the show. Sure, you can come on. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem sharing my space with people who respect me and respect my space, my show, my listeners, my everything. I don't mind helping people to succeed. I don't have a problem with that. That's part of my divine calling. For me to step on people and walk on people, no. Do people do that to me? Yes. But guess what? They're sabotaging their success, not mine. My job, my charge was to be here to help people, and that's what I'm doing, and that's why I'm here. So if you need someone, our number is 202-618-2556. That's 202-618-2556. Our website's thewallfoundationinc.org. We have a contact form there. That's the wallfoundationinc.org. And just so many of you know, especially here in the United States, the Wall Foundation is an IRS-approved and recognized tax-exempt 501c3 nonprofit, and we do need your support because we work with people from the United States to every other country out there. Every week, people need supplies for their schoolhouses, supplies for the young ladies, books, and things of that nature. We do this. We work with local churches. We do so many things. I am right there at ground zero helping people to grab their footing so that they can move ahead. Stop sabotaging your divine timeline. Your divine timing. Stop sabotaging it. Your destiny awaits, but it cannot. You will never see that destiny. You will never get there if you continue to sabotage yourselves. Reach out. We're here to help. So today... I promised you that I'd give you that extra time to just be still, to relax. It's a two-hour show, but we're ending it in one because I want you to enjoy your day. So for today, I want you to understand something. Do something for yourself. Plan, prepare. Get ready to execute so that you can move along so that everything that the universe has for you, you will be able to receive. Stop sabotaging your divine timeline. I'm C. Maria Wall. Thank you so much for being here today. And before I go, as always, I want to pray each and every one of you enough. I want to pray you enough sunshine to brighten those rainy days of yours. I also want to pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. 
We just went into daylight savings time today at 2 a.m. this morning. We did our infamous spring forward, preparing for springtime. So we're an hour ahead of where we were this time last week. The show was just beginning this time last week because it was only 8 o'clock last week. This week it's 9 o'clock already. We lost the sh- uh, an hour overnight. We lost an hour in the morning, we'll gain an hour in the evening. It's, it's amazing how this all works. I don't think I just described that right, but you know what I mean. Last week it was 8 a.m. Right now it was 8 a.m. last week. Today it's 9 a.m. Thank you so much, Simon, for your kind words. See, Simon says, thank you for an awesome show. Love and hugs. Same to you, my dear. Love and hugs back to you. But I also want to pray you enough smiles to turn that frown you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, guess what? I want to pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be knocking at your door or coming your way at this very moment and beyond. So until next week, be well, be blessed. We'll see you here for another session of Sunday Mornings with C. Maria and my friends, of course. As always, Simon, have an awesome day there in the United Kingdom. Um, I'll see you over on the other side of social media, as always. Thank you to all the guests, guest number four, I believe guest number 10, 11, 9, um, who popped in and out of the room. Thank you so much. And all of you over on the call query. And, of course, to those of you that I cannot see who are listening through our players throughout the Internet. Thank you. No matter what country you are in, I hope you had an awesome day. I hope you have an awesome day. I hope you have a wonderful evening wherever you are. Thank you so much for being here. We'll see you back here again next Sunday for another session of Sunday Mornings with C. Maria. Be well, be blessed. As we begin, we will end with Tori Lee's good music. See you soon and enjoy this extra hour. This is a gift. Make sure that you use it for you. If you were planning on being here for two hours, you have an extra hour now. Make it about you. Promise me that you will make it about you. Promise me that you will not sabotage your health, your success, whatever it is, your planning for your future. Promise me you will use this hour for you. I'll see you here next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful remainder of your Sunday and remainder of your week. Be well, be blessed. Continue to pay it and pray it forward. I'll see you soon.